Hi, this is Randall Dobbins with Business Partner Blueprint, where we provide strategic alliance education to help you quickly grow your business. And I'm welcoming you back to another episode of the Blueprint Pros podcast, where we discuss how to land big corporate clients. And today, I'm so wonderful, I can't stand myself. First and foremost, I want to congratulate you for sticking with us. This is uh, episode six of our nine-part series on Pathway to Your Success. And I just want to thank you for sticking with us, for showing the commitment to see this thing all the way through and really kind of discovering this this rather in-depth journey we're going on to talk about what this space called corporate supply chain and uh, corporate contracting really is all about what it means for your business and how it really and truly can help you build the legacy business that gives back that you went into business to create. And for those of you that are just joining us, I encourage you to go back and start with episode one and come forward. But I want to thank you for being here as well. Um, I think you, you're, you're going to learn that this is more, the, it's more about just the basics of the how to's of what you do to solve problem one, problem two, problem three number in your business. It's more about understanding the environment that you're stepping into and setting yourself up for huge success and the role that you play. And so today we are talking about part six, the corporate opportunity, which is the corporate demand for innovation and the role of small business. And I want you to think about something for a second. Go back in time. I don't care. You can go back 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. doesn't really matter. Just think about if you were still dealing with mail, that you didn't have a fax machine, if you didn't have the uh, Internet, uh, if you didn't have video conferencing, how might your business be operating right now? You imagine that? You imagine the whole idea that a buyer could put a, a request for proposal in the in the mail. You get it seven days from now because that's how much time they allot it. And then you had three weeks to work on it because you didn't really necessarily have a computer to work on. A lot of your responses had to be manual and typed up. And then you 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 had three or four days to, to to get it back and in most cases they said you know it had to be in their office by 12 o'clock uh, on, on a Friday or close a business on a Friday and in some cases this was even before express delivery this was before DHL FedEx UPS or any type of overnight service and so you had to hope that the post office reliably delivered it so you got a certified letter so that there was a signature to prove that it was there but that whole process took a month now you you may not actually remember this but but i'm pretty sure you know if you're old enough you do remember this uh and whether you were in business or not you kind of remember it that was just the way it was gosh going back far enough this was even before cable television we had regular broadcast tv you only had four channels and so it gets rather fascinating because you fast forward to today and you start going, well, wow, a lot of things have happened 
between five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. As a matter of fact, my goodness, if you only go, you know, two, three years, a number of things have changed. And so it's like nothing stands still. You know, if you if you follow gardening or plants or whatnot, you understand that uh, if something's not growing, it's uh, stagnant. And if it's stagnant, it ultimately withers and dies. So if you're talking about growth, then you you, 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 you either are growing or dying. You, you either are doing things to advance the cause uh, or you are standing still, becoming stagnant, and you're at risk of falling behind. And so there's an interesting phrase that struck my atten- uh, that caught my attention. And uh, it, 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 it's, it's, uh, you may have heard it. It's an old English proverb. It's, it says, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Now, if you hadn't heard it before, necessity is the mother of invention. It means roughly that the primary driving force for most new inventions is a need. So you might be going, okay, Randall, I get it. Okay, I understand. But what's that have to do with the corporate world? And what does that have to do with the corporate demand for innovation in the role of small business? Well, let's talk about that. If necessity is the mother of invention, and it roughly means that the driving force for most new inventions is a need, then what is the greatest need for any company? That greatest need is growth. Anyone that's trying to run a $200,000 business every year, and there's nothing wrong with a $200,000 business, but it's at risk of going out of business. First, $200,000 is worth less each and every year with inflation. Number two, as your costs go up, $200,000 a year is no longer profitable. And number three, a $200,000 a year business is probably highly susceptible to competition and somebody's going to force you to actually lower your your, your price so that uh, you, you can no longer make 200000 So, uh, and, and the number can be $2 million, $20 million, $200 million, $2 billion, doesn't really matter. The major change, need for change for any corporation is the need to grow. And that is inherently true for most any business just just so you just so we all know there's got to be growth there's either revenue growth profit growth those actually about the, the the two major things everything else spins out from that but so you you get into the, the the entire need for growth now what drives growth and this is where we get to necessity is the mother of invention innovation so let's talk about that what does it mean to innovate well the common definition is innovate a verb means to make changes in something established especially by introducing new methods ideas or products hmm make changes in something established especially by introducing new methods ideas or products let's 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 expand it a little bit more innovation 
Innovation is a new idea or more effective device or process. Innovation can be viewed as the application of better solutions that meet new requirements, unarticulated needs, or existing market needs. This is accomplished through more effective products, processes, services, technologies, or business models that are readily available to markets, governments, and society. Okay, then I, I think we can all agree that uh, it, it makes sense that uh, innovation uh, addresses the need which uh, uh, for, for large corporations to grow, which of course becomes a necessity for them in terms, in terms of their ability to invent that which has not been invented yet, which, as we just mentioned, looking at how our lives have transpired and my goodness, six months, uh, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, there's been a lot of in invention and innovation. And guess what? The source of a lot of that innovation has been small business. Yes, that's been the source. And we talked about it in our last episode. And if you hadn't had a chance, I want you to go back and listen to that one where we started talking about the mindset for success. The, the role that small business has always had and will continue to have I mean, my goodness, uh, small businesses are, are growing at a huge clip. I think there's something in the neighborhood of, I don't know, 32 million small businesses just in the United States alone. Globally, I have no idea how many small businesses there are. But uh, just in the United States alone, 32 million small businesses. Just imagine our everyday life where we don't have all the money and all the people in the world to bring the bear on any problem that that confronts us on a daily basis so we constantly are looking for new ways to get more done with less and just that need alone for us once again necessity is the mother of invention just that need alone for us causes us to be innovative to find solutions to do things in different ways and to be able to take that that the implementation of that change and create greater value for our customers i.e lower costs or more revenues for our customers as well for ourselves that's our day-to-day -day reality and i tell you it's funny because i remember when I worked for a large oil company, one of the big things was senior management came out and said, you know, we need to be more innovative. We need to think more like small businesses. We need the agility, the nimbleness to to be able to respond to things quickly. And we need to be able to have systems that aren't so cumbersome and that aren't so over or um, unnecessarily burdensome that 
uh, when we want to do something different, it takes three, four, and five, and 10, and 15 years. We need to be able to be more responsive to our customers' needs because the market is constantly changing. It's a dynamic marketplace. Our our customers, I mean, our, our competitors, our customers are demanding more, and our competitors are really nipping at our heels. And so, of course, it would make sense that they watch to see what small business is doing and start figuring out which of the solutions that small business offers can they adapt to their organizations. And there you have it. That is the role of small business in large corporate supply chains. That is why they are actively and aggressively seeking out participation of small businesses. That's why they spend tons of money every year putting themselves in places where they can interact with small businesses, trade shows, conferences. That's why they're lead sponsors for a lot of, of uh, events um, and, and galas and, and other things where they know small businesses will be in attendance. And in the case of diverse small businesses, uh, for people who have had different life experiences, the demand there is even more so because the life experiences of a diverse community, a woman-owned business or a minority-owned business or a veteran-owned business or a disabled-owned business, uh, Native American-owned business, Hispanic American, Asian American. If you're in Australia, you know, Aboriginal. If you're on the African continent or the Asian continent or in Europe, I mean, the definition of, of minority can, can be a whole host of things. Then companies are saying, hey, we understand you view the world very differently. How you grew up in your household and what you may have been confronted with in your family alone, what your parents had to do to get you ready to compete as an adult, to, to contribute as an adult, that the way you approach things could very well be uh, exactly what they are looking for. So what you brought to how you run your business and to the extent that it's working and it's something that's leverageable and it's something that's scalable, then they're sitting there and they're going, that's exactly what we're looking for. I mean, my goodness, if you think about um, Zuckerberg, everybody wants to forget about this. Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook was a college student. All right. Michael Dell was a college student. Bill Gates and Paul Allen, I, I can't recall if they actually went to college. Uh, I know Bill Gates' parents were college professors, but I don't recall if Bill Gates actually completed college. He and uh, Paul Allen started off in a garage, okay? Uh, so you start saying, you, you know, there are people out there that, that have just done some amazing things but they all started because they saw a need and they decided that they wanted to see if they couldn't apply some innovation to address that need. And by the time that, that the innovation was applied to that need, we had invention. 
And these were just individuals. These were just entrepreneurs. These were just small business folks. You remember, I've said it about three or four times now, a, a big business and is nothing more than a small business that did a lot of things right. And that should be your business. So I'm going to leave you with that. There's a huge need for what you do and big corporations are looking for it. So if necessity is the mother invention, then innovation by small businesses is the engine that powers invention. So uh, our next episode, part seven of the series, the corporate opportunity, do they take small businesses seriously? I think you probably already have a preview of what I'm going to talk about on that one on the heels of this episode, part six, and our last episode, part five. So I think you know where I'm going, but you want to tune in and listen anyway. But hey, please go to www.blueprintpros and uh, get on our email list. I want to keep you up to date on our new episodes and other exciting news. Or uh, leave me a message. Let me know what you think. Uh, Let me know what you think. And if there are other topics you want me to cover, I may feature your comment in an upcoming episode. Uh, By all means, please share our podcast with your friends and colleagues. And I have been telling you to stay tuned for... A while now because I talked about a special announcement right well let's talk about our special announcement we are having free training yes free training on September the 12th 13th and 14th mark your calendars if you hadn't done that now grab a pen mark your calendars for September 12th, September 13th, September 14th, I'm going to do three 30-minute live trainings on Corporate Contracting 101. This is, you, you'll want to have your notepad and, and paper out because we're, we're, we're going to get into some pretty meaty, in-depth um, things, what you need to know. They, it will be held from 11 to 11.30 m Central Daylight Time. Uh, and we're, we're going to do it via Facebook Live. So when you get a moment, you can go to Facebook and uh, in the search field, just type in at Business Partner Blueprint. One word, at Business Partner Blueprint. Or actually, you can type in. That's the f- quickest way to get you there. Otherwise, you can just type Randall Dobbins Business Partner Blueprint, the, the five words there. And that'll get you there. And you can go ahead and like our Facebook page so that when we go live, it'll be easier for you to to uh, see see what's going on with this. And uh, if you want us to send to you an email reminder and additional updates, you can go to CorporateContracts101.com. That's www.CorporateContracts101.com. You can uh, get some more detail around the various topics we're going to cover. There, there are going to be some really good ones. And you can join the uh, email list so we can send the updates to you and keep you posted in case you want us to uh, keep you reminded. But some of the things we're going to talk about are the uh, the three things you must do to win business with companies. The five tips on building long-term business by helping your customer overcome a downturn. 
we're going to talk about the five key techniques for successfully negotiating with big corporate clients. And uh, we're going to talk about so much more. Uh, but I want you to definitely put that on your calendar. And uh, go to www.corporatecontracts101.com and get on the email list. But hey, that's, uh, that's all I have for you today. This is Randall Dobbins, and I'll see you on the other side.